Ground. And? Pound. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. I wish one of your guys had children if I could kick them in their fucking head or stomp on their testicles where you could feel my pain because that's the pain I had. Waking up every day. Where are we at in society today? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! I'm not a, I'm not a kid! My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah! If you want to crown them, then crown their ass! But they are who we thought they were! Ground and pound. 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 Yeah, we in the motherfucking house. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. What up, though, man? What it do, Pippin? Chillin', man. J Titter. Yes, sir. Mike G. Mike G. Took a little vacation from you motherfuckers. Yeah, because you guys are fucking stressful. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to record no show for you motherfuckers. We just wanted to relax. Yeah, but really it was because it was... We, we needed to decompress. Yeah, we needed to <laughs> decompress. For sure. For sure. But uh, really, too, because it was like... Uh, it's fucking that dry season we were talking about. Yeah, it's like, really dry. Yeah, like what's going on out here? In, in the world? In the, in the world, in the sports world, um, and shit. Lots, lots of things going on. And by lots of things, I mean not, not very many things are going on. Um, we're tired of talking about um, KD being a hoe or not hoe, or Paul George being a hoe or not hoe. Yeah. That was kind of going on. The KD, uh, M- CJ McCullough podcast. That was news yeah. in the last couple weeks. Um, pretty funny that he told him that he wasn't going to win a chip on his own podcast, though. That was, that was pretty great. Yeah. He earned some points for me for that. That was, that was a classic quote. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you mad one, about? One thing, one thing I, I like about KD is he says whatever he's feeling in that moment. You may disagree with it, but he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that too when he's like that, and then sometimes he he does, and he has like onion skin, and then he doesn't tell you what he's really thinking because he'll save it for his burner account. Yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah. it's a little a little inconsistent. He's one of those people that like. One of the few athletes is like actually fights back people on Twitter. Yeah. As himself now, he does it too. As yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, if people were hit me up on Twitter and call me an asshole, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm not an asshole. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because a little bit, I, I I get the the notion that some people take, you know, you're kind of above responding to people on Twitter, but like people go on Twitter because they're bored. Yeah. He could be bored and like, why don't I talk shit to this guy? It takes me like two seconds. To exactly, because <laughs> that's pretty much what the other guy's thinking. He's bored. He's like, I'm gonna talk shit to KD, not thinking he's even gonna respond. That's the thing. You're not even thinking about to like have a fucking shit talking conversation. You're just a lot of I, people on Twitter don't even look at their mentions. So they yeah. don't even see that you said anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I like when people when people go at them. Sometimes yeah. you gotta go at trolls that want to troll you. Yeah, and you troll them back. What the fuck? Exactly. I appreciate that. Um, what else is going on? We got we got the, probably the most famous troll of the world, Donald Trump. Yeah. He, he's going at LeBron James. Yeah. Not a wise decision, in my opinion. Yeah, he's especially when he just did something that's kind of like uh, above criticism, even though he's like one of the most criticized, critiqued 
athletes. Yeah. Maybe ever. But when you like build your own school, I feel like everyone's on board with school. No one's like, you know, fuck school. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not the like like Trump. You probably should have insulted LeBron maybe two months ago, like when they were getting swept or some shit. Yeah. When he, you know, after the game one collapse or something, that might have been time for a good nigger. Now you're looking like a real asshole. Or like with the hand. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good time for your. I like Mike. Mike would have never came out of some bullshit cash or some shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he just opened a school last week. He's looking like, you know what I mean? Fucking. I would say Mother Teresa, but like whatever the guy version was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's Brother Terry and shit. <laughs> he's looking like Father Terry yeah. right now. And then you come talking this shit. Father LeBron, you know, we, we, we're all at the altar of LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, is, don't you have like a fucking uh, anthem protest to talk about or something? Like, how, how the fuck did you get on LeBron? I don't, apparently, Le- LeBron's been, you know, took a shot at him during an interview. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump doesn't like that too much. And he doesn't like Don Lemon either. Apparently. 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 Yeah, apparently he's dumb as shit. Apparently. He's dumb as shit. I, I, I don't know the man. He seems smart on television. Yeah. You know? He's relatively smart to me. He's articulate. Yeah, he knows how to, you know, put words together that make sense. Yeah. Something that Donald probably look into. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just blurts out a lot. A lot of things and stuff. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Tristan Thompson and, and, and Draymond Green blurted out some things and stuff to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and may have or may have not gotten to fisticuffs. Fisticuffs, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hearing it. There might have been a mush in the face. Mm. There might have been a mush. Tristan Thompson might have mushed him. I want to believe that because Tristan did mush him in the game, too, with yeah. the basketball. Because I, I really feel like if Tristan would have actually connected with a punch... Let alone a two-piece. Yeah, I really feel like Draymond Green would have hit the ground. Yeah, but isn't that an alleged story? I'm saying like that's one of them. They're saying he got hit with a two-piece, but never hit the ground. Well, I don't know. He's a, he's a big kind of sturdy dude too. But if someone catches you off guard with a two-piece, I don't care who you are, you're gonna hit the ground. But this is the thing too. Someone was saying sucker punch, and I got a different like definition or degrees of a sucker punch. Yeah, like. If you're totally looking the other direction, someone totally, like, you have no sort of opportunity to brace yourself. You're definitely hitting the ground. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> hitting the ground, and that's the sucker punch. Now, if you're face-to-face, and you kind of, you may not be expecting it, but you can see it coming, you you could maybe not hit the ground. I just feel like if it's a mush, you're not going to hit the ground. But if he punches you, like, winds up, yeah, connects, Yeah, I don't care if you're, like, you're probably going to hit the ground. Especially when you're not expecting to get punched in the face. Or, <laughs> or. Like boxers take punches all the time. Punches in the face make them hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. Or Especially two. Especially a seven footer. Or we, or we can surmise that Tristan may hit like a bitch. Yeah, he, he, he if, that, if, if this story is true, if he caught it with a two piece, and he didn't fall. And apparently Draymond's got fucking uh, <laughs> a jaw made of steel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He has the walkie Balboa of Jaws. Fucking rope-a-dope. Rope-a-dope. Out here and shit. Muhammad Ali. But if this story is true, I kind of liked it. Uh, Shannon was talking about this before, and you know for my personal sports conversations, how I've lamented on... Draymond kind of getting on my nerves over the years. You I feel like he, him all the time. I feel like he puts on a little bit on the court or one of those people that are going to be extra testy or extra aggressive in a setting where you know I can't really go ham on you like I might in the streets. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can be a little extra aggressive, toe the line, call me a bitch, 
Say we not cut from the cough. All this certain shit, because you know I'm not really going to scrap out with you on the NBA court like that and get suspended for 20 games and lose all this money and different shit like that. Yeah. But when it comes to some real, real, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I still feel like if you're an NBA player, he's still going to talk shit to you because you're probably still going to miss out on millions of dollars. If you could get arrested for assault, that's not a good look for your career. Yeah. Now, the people that Duraymond has to worry about is the people that... That, that hang out with Tristan, that got, like, nothing to lose, that, like, dropped out of high school, like, that are really just kind of hanging out to Tristan Thompson. Yeah. These are the dudes that will, will kill you. And yep. these are the dudes you got to worry about. Or, or <laughs> the entourage. Or at least kick the shit out you in your knee. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure. These are the people that will definitely do some shit. But, yeah, I will say, I liked how that story came out. And, like, I feel like, and I heard some different people talk about this angle, too, that if this happened with two players in the NFL, like, everything in the NFL seems like a fucking, the no-fun league. Like, it would have been a fucking investigation Roger Goodell would be fucking putting into it right now. These players might be potentially up for suspension I'll be shit honest. I'll be honest right now. <laughs> if it was two NFL players, I feel like, the, the, A, there would have been a lot more damage done to said players in fight. Yeah. And then a lot more uh, innocent people, bystanders, would have been hurt in the said fight. Because it would have been just like a mush and people talking shit. Yeah. Like, they would have been really fisticuffs and really people getting hurt. Yeah. Chain snatching. <laughs> yes. Just chain snatching, ground and pound shit. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, NFL fight and uh, NBA fight is definitely too You're covering polar a different cloth, opposites. as you said earlier. Covering yeah. Different yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, like you said, the NBA fight is like, hold me back. Yeah. Don't, don't let me at him. NFL players get paid to hit people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they get paid to do. They definitely. To physically assault people. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that it kind of went to that level. Yeah. But uh, apparently it didn't go to that level with these two players and everything's fine. They continue to party right afterwards like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, LeBron and uh, KD, maybe just a glimpse of what we might be able to see in LA next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. KD and LeBron working together. Working together. They look pretty good together in that All-Star game last year, too. Especially at the end, clamping up uh, fucking Steph in the corner and shit. Yeah. In the final play. Well, KD's kind of uh, kind of the perfect guy to play with. Because yeah. he can he can ISO. Mm-hmm. He can play off the ball. He, yeah. can, he can rim protect a little bit, block shots, yep. do shit like that. He can dribble. Like, he can do a little bit of everything, kind of like LeBron. Yep. And I think they can play together great together. Yeah, I, th- I think they would they would mesh well together, too. And I think KD's probably going to do that because that's the only way he's going to get points back in the Mike G fucking, <laughs> fucking point book. And, and I know that's important to him. Yeah, that's pretty high as <laughs> You know what I mean? And I feel like, personality-wise, Durant's not a big personality. Uh, yeah. Off the court. He's just kind of a low key dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, he's not going to rub people the wrong way in the locker room. He's not going to be like, I want more shots. <laughs> yeah. Give me the ball, LeBron. Yo, speaking of that, because we haven't, uh, well, we haven't been on in a couple weeks, but just to bring it back up, Kawhi, and uh, maybe the, a little bit of similarity with the quietness, personality like KD or whatever the yeah. case may be. So KD talks more than Kawhi. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. For and he, sure. And, he, and he's, he actually can laugh. I'm I'm still not sure what Kawhi's voice sounds like. He's not a human being. Like, dead ass. He's like, if a- you played me sound clips of three people and told me to guess which one's Kawhi is, I probably couldn't guess which one's Kawhi is. <laughs> yeah. He's an android. Yeah, he's, he's something like that. He's not running on any Apple devices. <laughs> 
So he's not a friend of the Ground and Pound podcast. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Because we team iPhone over here, bitch. Yes, we are. But no, um, him, you know, potentially wanting to go back home and play for the Lakers before, but him maybe being turned off between now and next year between what LA is about to be now with the LeBron Circus coming in town. Although he's going to be second fiddle and not second fiddle, but not He'd be the, second fiddle. the main, main star. You know what I'm saying? There's still going to be so much more attention with it being you and LeBron's team than if it was you and anybody else's team. The difference in media coverage when you're on the Spurs and not the Lakers is, is going to be a huge difference anyway for him, which I hear he hates doing media. Yeah. He hates talking to people. <laughs> yeah. like, he just wants to be about the fuck alone. Yeah. And then being on the Lakers with LeBron James on their team, yeah. that's even more media. That's just like media all day. Yeah. There's no stopping media. So... Maybe he gets to Toronto and goes, you know what? <laughs> this ain't that bad. Yeah. I can go maybe go to the finals every year. Uh, you know, I mean, it's cold, but fuck it. Yeah. I got to buy some coats. I yeah. got money. <laughs> and uh, from what I heard in Toronto, special. You know, it's got its own vibe and international flavor as well. Yeah. So Everyone that goes up there raves about Toronto as a city. Yeah. So maybe he gets up there, gets in a piece of that Toronto nightlife. It's definitely better than San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, hangs out with Drake. Drake can show him around. <laughs> and you know, uh, Drake's probably got some quality entertainment. Yes, he does. Yeah. You know, he, he knows people that know people. I wonder if, like... If when you're having talks with the Raptors, yeah, about joining the team, if it's kind of like, like fucking Louisville during the fucking Patino days when yeah. you go up there, I probably if is. if you get my drift, uh, a lot of adult entertainment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shame it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. W- women in uh, short, uh, short dresses, garments. Uh, I think they tend to be undressed women. At yeah. Some points of the festivities, if yep. you will. Or at, at the bare minimum, we're at least having pantless parties. Yeah. And pantless parties, at least. Maybe topless. Yeah. Same damn time. I mean, why wear a top? Yeah. I think <laughs> I think I prefer bottomless parties, though. That's that's the new wave. New wave. And no, 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 no. Question number story, one. Yeah. What's up with this party? What do you mean? There's exposed vagina all over your house. Oh, yeah. That was my idea. I don't know about you guys. I'm sick of all the hype over topless. Really? I always... Like toplessness. Yeah, well, I'm starting the bottomless trend. Hence, the bottomless party. Shit, what what else is fucking going on Um, in the sports world? Allegedly, there's a baseball season going on. Oh, yeah. 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 So you want to touch on baseball? I said allegedly. Oh, so we don't really know. I I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Did you know? Not not really, no. No? I thought baseball season started in uh, a couple weeks from now. Yeah. No, I mean, apparently it starts, like, in the spring. I had no fucking idea. Me either. Because that would be way too long. It from is. From fucking spring all the way through fucking October. Allegedly. November. The regular season is 162 games. Wow, that's like double the NBA. The fuck out of here. And the man. NBA is way too fucking long. Yeah. Only thing uh, I know about this alleged baseball season is my favorite player. Yeah. You have a favorite player? I have a favorite player. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. He's yeah. my favorite fucking player right now. Yeah. And uh, he's injured. <clears throat> yeah, that's not good. For probably a few more weeks. Not good. We hold the standings in the, the postseason, which we usually do when we're in the mix. Yeah. The Yankees do. Yeah, the Yankees. And uh, he'll be back then. We'll, we'll make a good playoff run. I don't know what's going on with him. What he hurt or something, because then I'd actually be paying attention to this baseball season. Yeah. But <clears throat> I heard he is hurt. Um, 
okay. What else is maybe going on in the world? Uh, do you pay attention to any other sports? Uh, like soccer or some shit like yeah. that. Did you see who won the World Cup? France. France. France won the World Cup. Yeah, I did see that. You heard it here on this podcast first. I, I picked France. You did? I did. On, uh, on this podcast. On yeah. On this podcast, yeah. I think I think I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, I didn't actually like, pick someone pre thing, but I was going for Mexico because I fucks with the Mex hard. Thank you, Marshawn. I, I fucks with the Mex hard. With my yeah, with my Mex, man. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, we got hella Mex out in the town, bro. They be sliding the hella shit. There's a lot of them in the dubs. They all through the east, though. You feel me? I, I be going to go fuck with them and hella shit. They be kicking it with me, though. You know what I'm talking about? We hella tacos. Hello, Aunt Chilada, hello. And uh, we're just talking about how we fucking love some fucking good Mexican food. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. You know what Mexican people call Mexican food? Food. They just call food. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a stumper. I didn't think about that for a minute. Like, uh, well, well, no, they actually probably call it comida. Whatever they call it. Yeah, because that's, that's food in Spanish. Yeah. But I, I know some, like, American Mexicans. Yeah. They just call it food. Yeah. 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 They make good food though. They do. Yeah, my man Ness Mom's spicy. She, she's part uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Yeah, you know that that roast con pollo. Ah, roast con pollo. Yeah, that's my fuck. That's my shit. That's your shit. That's my shit. I gotta hit her up. That just remind me. Yeah. Get a random call, Sunday call from from Mike G. Mike hey, G. Hey, what's this for dinner? What's for dinner? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I'm coming by. Do you hit him with the how you doing after what's for dinner or before what's for dinner? No, nah, it's before. It's like, hey, how you doing? But by the way I'm asking how you doing, they already know, like, hey, man, we eating out today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to call Jay's mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of Jalapenos. which. Jalapenos. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I may need to put in one of those calls, too. Yeah. I have no idea what's, what's for dinner, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't make these decisions. But, uh. Yeah, haven't gotten uh, some since the uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day, yeah, the, the, the brisket, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. But Labor Day's coming up. It is. Looking forward to the land in uh, Labor Day, Travaganza, if there's going to be one this year. Uh, I haven't heard word, but uh, there might be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always, always a good thing. I was hearing, too, that uh, Bryce Harper might be traded. He didn't get traded. Yeah. In baseball. Didn't get traded. And he's, like, I guess one of the biggest stars in baseball, him and Mike Trout. Mike Trout, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Aaron Judge is up there. He's a star for the Yankees. Yeah. He's on the Yankees. You're it up helps. there. It helps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know anything else about baseball. They just nailed everything. Me either. Apparently, the Red Sox are got a team in Boston. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they're pretty good, too. They're all right. They're all right. They're all right. They like our little stepbrother. Yeah. Who won the World Series last year? Do you know? Uh, Houston Astros. Houston Astros. Yeah. Um, they were in the news this week too because they just signed this dude that uh, apparently has like one of the biggest, uh, for one, suspensions in Major League Baseball history for like a domestic violence thing. Oh, yeah? That um, I haven't seen all the details from, but from what I was hearing about it, it was pretty fucking bad. And we've uh, heard some bad shit before too. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, like he, yeah, the, the shit's kind of, it was kind of disturbing. They were like some of the main proponents when like a lot of this domestic violence stuff was coming up and big topics last year with NFL or uh, Chapman. Yeah, was in the news for for some shit. They they kind of were saying they had like a zero tolerance policy and shit like that. Verlander was adamant about 
I guess vocalizing his disdain for that, you know what I mean? Sort of behavior. Yeah. And then they just sign this fucking... Douchebag? Yeah, this fucking closer. That just did this shit. Yeah. So they're kind of looking hypocritical. And I only called him a douchebag because I don't know his name. Yeah, well, I think... Yeah, and if you beat women, you're, you're a douchebag. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I would have called him the douchebag by his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fuck him anyway. Yeah, Mr. Well, douchebag. Too. Yeah, so... Yeah, they were in the news for that shit. They're they're kind of looking like assholes for that shit. Everybody getting in trouble, like a bunch of children. I was doing a gig in Dallas, and some waitress wrote on a, like a piece of chalkboard. She goes, "We like our beer the way we like our violence, domestic." And that's all I know that's going on in baseball right now. And I might get that when I'm falling asleep and sports centers on. Yeah, apparently you know more about baseball than I do. I'm impressed. Osmosis, brother. Osmosis. Yeah. Um, speaking of Houston, mm-hmm. apparently uh, sometime eventually they're gonna sign Carmelo Anthony officially. Yeah, that, yeah, I kind of thought that happened like a month ago, but not really. It hasn't happened yet. I mean, yeah, officially. Just like it took him forever to get traded off OKC. I heard they had like bought him out already. Then he was like still on the team. Then yeah. he got traded to Atlanta. And then he got a, a, the buyout with Atlanta has officially happened, and he he made like twenty five million in five days or however long he was on the team it's some ridiculous amount of money yeah they should have kept him for like at least till like one or two games in the regular season so maybe we could have got like that like one phantom random Carmel Anthony Hawks jersey that somebody that we would just have to yeah. like where did that fucking come from yeah. like out there there's a fucking Rasheed Wallace Hawks jersey was he there for like five games? You know what I'm saying? I think he was only there for one game. <laughs> yeah, that ass. And it was a monster yeah. game, though. But you could probably find that jersey somewhere and it would look like a fake. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. nobody didn't know. Like, now nah, Rasheed Wallace was on the Hawks for one fucking game. Yeah, he had a big game, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I remember when uh, that Brett Favre uh, Falcons throwback first came out. And, like, I was younger when Brett Favre first got drafted and what what was it, 92, 91, you know what I mean? Some I was probably six like or seven, some shit like that. So, you know what I mean? I, I just knew of him as the, from the Packers. I thought that shit was fake as fuck. Like, who the fuck? You wearing a made-up fucking Falcon shirt? Where did you fuck? You sold this in your basement? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to fucking do some research. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you just dragged him by the fucking Falcons. And they got rid of him. Yeah. Like a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> Who knew? They they, they were at, they had Jeff George, but they didn't even Brett Favre. Yeah, gunslinger. <laughs> Jeff George was a gunslinger. Yeah, two gunslingers. They kill each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Jeff George looks like he might really be a gunslinger. Though. Like he he might shoot someone. Well, I think Brett Favre definitely would kill someone too. Yeah, but Brett Favre would be a little cleaner. Like he'd make it look like a hunting accident or something. Yeah. He's got more to lose. Yeah. You know? Jeff George just might outright murder someone. Probably. In <laughs> <laughs> an angry road rage accident. A road rage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. I'm really going to look like fucking Nostradamus if like in a month we see Jeff George on fucking Sports Center for murdering someone in fucking like five o'clock traffic in somewhere in Indianapolis yeah. or some shit. But what would be like the most random jersey? throwback you can get like the most like random like random ass shit you can find that that wild that receipt wallace is up there it's up there that that's up there with randoms that's how about top of my head thinking somebody that had like a short stint at a team that you might not even know really that uh no teal wasn't with the ravens on he didn't get introduced or nothing to get a fucking uh jersey that that would have been one 
Yeah, I've been one. Kobe Bryant got drafted by the Hornets. If there was like a Hornets jersey, yeah, out yeah, there. but that's not out there. That'd be but that's not out there. Yeah. I think some people might, um, depending on how long of a fan you were, you some people might have missed the Kurt Warner Giants years. If you popped out with maybe a Kurt Warner Giants jersey, yeah, I think he's mostly known for the Rams. He took over for uh, he gave the reins to Eli midseason. Yeah, exactly. He played like two what two and a half seasons there or some shit. Maybe yeah, yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, Kurt so Warner. I mean, but he's mostly known for the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that that that's a that's one. That is one uh, up there. What if you got an Ocho Cinco Patriots jersey? Yeah, that'd be kind of random too, right? <laughs> hey, who the fuck you put that out? Yeah, that was a forgettable experience. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, and the Dolphins jersey too. Yeah. Although they might have only made the practice jerseys because he didn't make it to the fucking regular season on the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't think he did. No, I think he got caught. Yeah, yeah, come out with the netted ultra single netted practice jersey. Flossing. That's a good jersey to have. <laughs> Flossing on them. You know, maybe uh, Shady McCoy, Eagles jersey now. He's been on the Bills a couple years. No. No. <laughs> fuck you. We know we know who Shady was. He's a fucking Eagle. Eagle for life. He doesn't got a championship ring, though. He doesn't, sadly. <laughs> sadly. I feel like him and Deshaun should get one, though. Yeah, because they, yeah, they, they were victims of fucking Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. 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 I'm still kind of angry about that. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Because okay. I think Deshaun still would fit nicely with this roster. He's in Tampa Bay now. Yeah. yeah. There were talks to, uh, about him last year when he was up that he might come back yeah. to the Eagles, too. I thought he, and, and I, I even heard from him. He was, like, thinking about it. He was and, contemplating it. And I told you it was never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you but you love to fucking shoot down my optimistic dreams a lot, though. I think I think you enjoy it. I do. When it comes to my, like, my homer teams, like my teams. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Fuck you. <laughs> but I'm usually right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing, though, we, we both uh, similarly like the Lakers, though, so yeah. I think we were both hopeful with the LeBron thing, you know? I actually didn't think it was going to happen. I was I was skeptical of it, especially then, too, after Paul George signed first back in OKC. I didn't think he was going to come by himself, so I was uh, like, he's going probably back I just, to Cleveland. I just didn't think it was going to happen because I was like, you yeah. know... There really was no good landing spots for him. I didn't think. I still don't think LA's the perfect situation. He's not winning a championship next year. Yeah, but then again, he wasn't in any of the other landing spots except for maybe Houston. I don't think that. I don't think Houston was a real landing spot because Houston would have had to do so much to even try to get him. Yeah, but they would have did it though. I don't think they could. They would needed help to do these things. And I don't like who's taking Ryan Anderson. Yeah, there's still no one taking Ryan yeah. Anderson now. Yeah, <laughs> you guys or somebody would have wanted something else value. But yo, you know what else is crazy now to re-talk about that topic is that um, now that you know free agencies then came and went for the most part, and yeah. what Houston ended up losing, I would think that. If they wanted to get rid of the Ryan Anderson contract, if they was, I would think that Capella for from them would be off off the table. I would be telling teams, no, we're not packaging him to get rid of this contract. Yeah. But Ariza, Maya Butte, I would think that might be a package. Somebody like Phoenix say might have would have took to take on Anderson's salary and be like, okay, give us a reason with it. 
and they end up losing those guys anyway just to free agency. But you know what I mean? Ariza, which I hear, was, wasn't going to go back to Houston anyway. He was a free agent. He was, was going to be out of there. Yeah. One year, $15 million kind of says you didn't want to stay anyway. Yeah. On the first day. Like, you got an offer and you were like, phew, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. I, but I think they would have to give up, like, Eric Gordon. They would have to make trade somebody like that in a package. And Yeah, you don't think Ariza would have been enough. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because um, most people look at a 34-year-old Trevor Reeves as not like a thing they want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This, is, this is not a pro. Yeah. Taking on a, another guy we don't want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're good. Exactly. You guys can suck your nuts. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, free agency is kind of over, but you know what's coming? What's football. That? Yes, sir. It kind of already started. Are you ready for some football? Uh, the Sunday night party. Sunday night party. Yeah, I'm ready. We. I still say we got Al and Dan and shit. Like I don't. Yeah, because that's how I grew up. Yeah. Learning the song and shit. But, <laughs> I mean, you got Troy Aikman. Yeah. You got Joe Buck. That doesn't fit with the song. Like yeah. like Alan. They're Dan. on Fox. You know they're pretty good. Yeah. But then you got Tony Romo. He's good. Yeah, he is good. I like Tony Romo. Yeah. I liked him more than I thought I would yeah. going into it. Cowboy great, Tony Tony Romo. Yeah, because you know how I feel about cowgirls. I don't, I don't fuck with the cowgirls. You're not a big fan. Yeah. But you are a big fan of football. Yeah, I am. Speaking of which, too, while we're on the cowgirls, that's been a big news story this oh, yeah? week. Um, uh, we don't have to talk about the fucking... Uh, National Anthem? Yeah. Cause I don't want to talk about that shit that much. I feel like they're like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't, I don't fucking give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who really gives a fuck? This shit is all like been propagandized and shit. And it's all bullshit. So we don't spend that much time on it. But um, yeah, apparently in uh, Big Texas, yeah, Dallas, yeah, uh, they're big on that anthem. Yeah. And uh, you see that little video going around in Jerry Jones? Uh, what you mean? Yeah, of uh, some guy was just. Calling Jerry Jones a piece of shit, basically a hypocrite. No, why would they say that? Not about Jerry. Jerry's Jerry's a man of the people. Yeah. Jerry's a a true American, a, a patriot. Even though he wears hats during during the national anthem, you're supposed to take your hat off during the anthem. Yeah, that 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 not, not that was a a a, a, a misnomer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did look like a complete fucking asshole for that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the other video that you were fucking talking about. <laughs> And I was talking about how, like, you know, may support, you know, the past rapists, <laughs> people that beat their wives and girlfriends. Yeah. But, you know, you can't. Oh, I think I did. Was that, a, uh, was that, it was it like an older gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> and he has that classic fucking radio voice and shit. Yeah. I did, I did hear that. I thought you were talking about, I didn't see the video though, so I only heard the audio. So that's what maybe threw me off with it. Yeah. But yeah, then, then right after he got in a rhythm, he was like, you have a great day. <laughs> it was fucking. It was an awesome clip, yo. I feel like I just had came out of Anchorman when yeah. I listened to that shit. Like, yo, yeah. This dude's probably the coolest dude in Texas. He sounded like it. Yeah. Just then. Stay classy, Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Stay classy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 with them on that though. I mean, dude, they signed Greg Hardy after he. I'm not even gonna say allegedly. You got found it guilty. Yeah. For uh, uh, tossing your girlfriend on a bed full of guns and uh, just beating and, and threatening her. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that that's cool. You can play for the Cowboys if you do that. He's in like MMA, I heard now, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which might have been a better place for him because he seemed like he had some real anger fucking issues. Yeah. Probably. 
better play some kick some ass and get paid to do it. Yeah, he was definitely a loose a loose fucking cannon. Yeah. Um they were known as the fucking cocaine cowboys in the fucking early late 90s. 90s. Yeah, early mid nineties, right? Michael Urban. Yeah. Nate Nate Newman got pulled over with what? How many pounds of marijuana? I don't know. It was garbage bags and that shit though. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when I was a kid and I didn't know like we was great. Yeah. So I was like, man, these these guys are bad. <laughs> bad people. So you're saying as an adult now, knowing how good great drugs can be, like that you might have liked them? Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty cool. You might have fucked with them, like, yeah, yeah. I fuck with these guys. I still want to chill with Michael Irvin. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? The playmaker? Yeah. Yeah. I'd do some lines with Irvin. Yeah. Fuck it. What what about T.O.? Yeah, cocaine's not my drug drug of choice, but I mean you get a chance to chill with Michael Irvin. I mean, you do what Michael Irvin does. Yeah. You know? Fucking. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, if you're in, in Vegas with Johnny Manziel, you're probably going to have rolled up dollar bills? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. And uh, There's some of that good old Drake adult entertainment. Yeah. And uh, Johnny Football started the other day in Canadian Football League, first time. Yeah, I forgot what his team's name is, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. He threw four picks. Um, and got benched. But I really feel like it's not his fault. I feel like his team's name was like the equivalent to the like Kuka Munker Cracker Killers and fucking Friday After Next. It was some long ass fucking like fairy tale ass name. Like, is that a real team's name or yeah. is this guy making it up? I gotta look that shit up. It, it is a real team's name. Yeah. It exists. But uh, he, he only practiced with the team like three or four times and they just threw him out there. I really feel like most quarterbacks are look like shit at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're not playing with maybe the best players on your team. Yeah, he's just mainly a draw right now. Yeah. <laughs> I hope uh, things get better for you there, Johnny Football. Yeah, for sure. So that uh, you may have some money to sponsor these Vegas cocaine trips. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Fucking football, though, man. I mean, it's pretty much uh, on their way, right? I mean, let's kind of, I guess, catch everything up. Uh, I feel like we should start with a team that's near and dear to your heart. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills? Yes, near and dear to your heart. Well, yeah, that's my squad. That's, that's your squad. The man. boy I love losing Super Bowl Bills. Yeah, I'm a longtime uh, Bills fan. Um, Bills and Eagles are my uh, two prominent football uh, teams. Yep. Um, Bird gang, fly high. Yeah. I've developed an affinity for the Packers over the years. Is that because you like Little Wayne so much? Uh, no. No? No. But I did enjoy like the, 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 green and, the green and yellow. Yeah. Is it because you like addition. cheese? Um, no. Uh, no. I do love cheese, though. Makes everything better. Cheese okay. and bacon. Um, if there was a team that supported bacon, do you think they'd become like your fourth favorite team? Probably. <laughs> yeah, like the bacon ears or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, they definitely, you count it, me. It's in. like they had a, a baconator team? It, yeah. Yeah. With a baconator mascot? <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. You count me in. I'm your number one fucking fan. Wendy's, get a baconator team. Yeah, already. Yeah. But, um, nah, because of uh, what they did to the fucking Cowboys the last couple times the Cowboys made the playoffs and their fans were getting all fucking 
Oh, oh, they're they're delusional when their team's eight and eight and seven and nine. So when they actually make the fucking playoffs, like, you cannot tell a Dallas Cowboys fan that they're not about to win the Super Bowl or or pretty much to have and already have it in the bag. I gotta tell you, with the new catch rule that just came out, I don't know if you saw that when they changed the catch rule for like the fourth time. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, that Des Bryant non-catch that we called would have been a catch, should have been a catch. Sorry, Dallas. Um, if it's any consolation, you should have won that game. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh fuck off. <laughs> yeah. But they should but they shouldn't have won it, so so no, fuck off. the NFL said you guys should have won our bad. But it's like why why put out like our bad statement like five years later? It's like when the NBA does it, they do it like the next day, like the next morning, like yeah. our bad and missing that call. They're like NFL's like, you know, five years ago he missed that call. Our bad. <laughs> yeah. What does this do for us now? I'm just saying they shouldn't have won it because I, I hate them. I know. But, like, if you're a Dallas, Dallas Cowboy, like, it was on that team, it was like, oh, we had a chance to really make the Super Bowl that year. And you're like, our, our bad. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was still what it was the second round, though. I mean, they, they still had to win the fucking... I think they would have had to go to Seattle and win. Yeah, which wouldn't happen. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, I mean, you would at least got one more chance yeah. <laughs> at a game. Yeah. Because I remember that Seattle had that big comeback in that game against Green Bay where the guy uh, muffed that kick. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Yeah. When he was just supposed to block, he wasn't even supposed to yeah. fucking try yeah. to touch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yo, yo, we were speculating. We didn't have a podcast then. We did a lot of speculation about, like, this guy's safety. Yeah. And, and going back to Wisconsin and shit. He was definitely on homicide watch. And, and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I haven't heard of this dude since. Are we sure that this guy is still living? I think he went into this um, protective custody. Yeah, he, he probably did. He's got a whole new name. Yeah, a whole new disguise. Yeah, he's yeah. probably playing on someone else's team. Probably <laughs> under another name. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most boneheaded shit, shit plays ever. Yeah, but no, they Packers for that. I, I've grown a little affinity for the Patriots because uh, your son. No, no, no. Uh, because, because of Tom of, Terrific? No, nah, because of Robert Kraft. Oh, because he's an OG? Yeah, I fuck with Robert Kraft. He's, a, he's an OG. Yeah. yeah. He is an OG. I used to fuck with Jerry, but I don't fuck with Jerry anymore. Yeah, Jerry's not an OG. He is, but I fuck him. He's just old now. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's going to have to invite me down to Texas, give me like some of that Johnny Walker blue treatment that he likes. Like and, you did to uh, Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. And he, he could, I, I heard Jerry will win you over. He's not whispering in your ear. I heard he's got some. I heard he's he's got some Drake style adult entertainment. Yeah, I think he does. Probably better. Yeah, but yeah, Bills up there number one. Been a Bills fan through the four Super Bowls. The boy I love losing Super Bowl Bills got picked on in school. Got into fights about all that shit. Yeah, so um, they made some changes in the off season. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. Uh, a couple guys retired. But speaking of which, though, we're, yeah. we're talking about NFL, though. These are, like, um, are pretty much preliminary divisional kind of rankings, right? And you're giving us, uh, the, the people some changes yeah. on each uh, team, going by division and everything. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with just the Bills and then, what, go through the, the AFC East? Yeah. And then... You know, break uh, it down, uh, really break it down, give the people A- what they want. Yeah, so the AFC East and then uh, NFC East, and then yeah. we'll go do what the Central's and... 
Yeah. We'll, and uh, you know, north south, we do uh, divisions <laughs> every south. week. Yeah. East west. Yeah. Because it used to be, I said central, and I'm like, yeah, that was like ten years ago. They it's don't. Okay. They don't do that anymore. They don't do it. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's a good division. That's right? when the Arizona Cardinals were in the uh, <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. We got <laughs> that was fucking stupid. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. That's why. But yeah, it's kind of like the NBA has some weird ones too. Yeah, like New Orleans. Yeah, I would probably put. They're the- in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Memphis I'll- is also in the Western Conference. Yeah, it, it couldn't be more East. <laughs> yeah, I still don't think that's as bad as Arizona in the East. Though Arizona yeah. is fucking. That's the West Coast in there. <laughs> that is the West Coast. Yeah, <laughs> it's near the ocean. Yeah. But yeah, um, the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they lost a couple starters yep. from the offensive line that retired. You know, Richie Incognito, Eric Wood. Mm-hmm. They traded uh, Cordy Glenn to the Cincinnati Bengals, so they're down three offensive linemen. Tyrod's gone. Tyrod is definitely gone. They traded him to the Browns. Mm-hmm. They brought in uh, AJ McCarron. Yeah. They drafted Josh Allen. They signed uh, a couple guys on defense. You know, to increase the defensive line, maybe get some pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know. They drafted a guy, linebacker out of Virginia Tech, Traymond Edmonds, young guy. Yeah. He can be a stud, I think. You, uh, oh, I was going to say, what you think about him? You think he can be a stud? I think he's going to be a stud, but he, he's a rookie. Uh, usually, rookies take a little while to really make an impact on your team. Yeah. But uh, I think they're going to need him to make an impact because uh, they need some help in that front seven. You know what's ironic, too, about uh, the A.J. McCarron pickup? Yeah. Is that he's supposed to be on the Browns. Remember Cincinnati was supposed to trade him, yeah. and they fucking uh, forgot high. the call. Yeah, they got high. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you should happen to set it on fire, <laughs> there are some effects. They got high. <laughs> yeah. Who else did they add? Uh, they added uh, the receiving core is maybe one of the worst, if not the worst, receiving cores in football. In for football? Buffalo? Yeah, it's bad. History or just, just this year? Just this year. Oh, okay. I, I haven't did enough research to really go back in time, but... Uh, It'll probably um, be up there, though, right? Um, you got uh, Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin is their number one receiver. Yeah, I never liked him. Uh, Jeremy Curley might be their number two receiver. He was decent. He's a decent number two or three. No? I mean, he played for the Jets when they had no quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then you got Zay Jones. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like his name. Yeah, it's a nice name. Yeah. Um, Of course, you got LaShawn McCoy. He was a stud. For sure. Of maybe. Of maybe? I mean, they could fucking lose him. We don't... Oh, you mean the the whole... uh, The uncertainty there. Uncertainty there, yeah. I didn't really want to get into things because nothing was... No charges have been pressed yet at at this juncture. But you don't need that for the NFL. They apparently have their own investigative fucking branch. I will say that I've done some research into the story. And I, 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 it does not look good for LaShawn to be somehow implicated in some way. Yeah. Or someone that he knows be implicated in some way. Yeah. Because uh, they knew where the cameras were in the house and they knew where certain jewelry was in the house. And <laughs> you have to be kind of in the know to know these things, I, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's a problem, too, that some people, I would think, sometimes with prominence, 
and uh, their position of successful people. I mean, say you have a falling out with a, so, a, friend. a friend or somebody that used to be a colleague, you know, a, colleague, you know, either colleague or a constituent or, you know what I mean? A, a partner of yours that been in your house before yeah. used to be around, you know, I have people that used to be frequent, like, you know, hang that like besties, but you know what I'm saying? They used to be over more, you know what I mean? And not so more much yeah. anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm it's such it's, a twisted story. It's a, well, it's not a good look. Yeah. For anybody involved, yeah. Um, but for now, they they, they got him. If uh, if he does happen to get suspended, or maybe have to do jail time, or God knows what happens in this story in the future, uh, they signed Chris Ivory as the backup, and uh, Chris Ivory is probably not good at football anymore. And I have a little stat for everyone out there: mm-hmm. in the last two years of playing football, Chris Ivory has more fumbles than touchdowns. Seven fumbles, five touchdowns. Wow. And uh, for those uh, casual fans or those that might not know any, uh, much about football, that's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. But um, the real question with the, the Bills comes down to who's starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills week one? You're a Bills fan. Give me your thoughts. I think it's going to be McCarron. I think it's going to be I say you go with McCarron. Unless, unless Allen has been, you know, beating him by leaps and bounds in camp. You know what I'm saying? And really showing that he's the better quarterback. If it's close, you go with McCarron. Probably just at least fill the first few games out. Let the kid watch the NF, you know, NFL speed of the game and yep. uh, do some clipboarding, you know? Clipboarding is, is important. Because um, yeah. there's been some talk about uh, a potential Nathan Peterman sighting also. Wow. I got to tell you, the quarterback situation in Buffalo could be goddamn horrid. I don't understand how this dude Peterman is even in the fucking league. <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything that remotely reminds me of talent. From this guy. Yeah. Okay, but uh, relevant fantasy players, if for anyone other that plays fantasy, obviously LeSean McCoy is probably the, the main guy in this roster that you would want to have on your fantasy team. Yeah. And obviously Chris Ivory would be the handcuffed if you do get LeSean McCoy and you think he might get suspended. You might want to grab him late in the draft. Or, or this is his fall-off year because running backs too, they, I feel like they do that with fantasy. like, um, or, or just in a period, they have a short – um, shelf life. He's been doing his thing for a, I will say a minute now. I will say this: last year he was his worst yards per carry of his career. Yeah, four yards per carry. He's thirty years old, just turned thirty. Mm-hmm. The offensive line, as I said, lost some starters. Yeah, has a bad quarterback. He could be even if he plays all year down year for the Sean McCoy. Yeah, but Calvin Benjamin. Uh, we talked about him. He's the number one target on 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 a team. That means something <laughs> in fantasy. I guess. He, I mean, well, uh, yeah, fa- fantasy wise, yeah. I thought you just meant like him as a caliber of player. No, no, he's, I mean, as a fantasy player, like he could get you, you know, eighty yards and a touchdown every week because he's gonna be the main guy catching the ball. Right, right. Uh, Charles Clay, the tight end, uh, you know, rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, they love the tight end. So Peterman's young, Josh Allen's young, even McCarron's only played like one real game of football. Yeah. So he's young, like I could see him being a. And I like Clay. Guy. His uh, durability is just always the question. Yeah, he's always hurt. Yeah. But uh, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the Buffalo Bills, the fantasy relevant players. Yeah. It's uh, not not a lot to go off of. Um, I, I How's the Bills D looking? I mean, I know you just said we got the, we drafted the linebacker that could be a stud, but a couple years ago, he was looking pretty fierce, and then we kind of fell off. The big thing with the, the Bills defense is going to come down to the, the front seven. Uh, the secondary is probably one of the best in football. They got a lot of talent on that side of the ball in the secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. So... 
But I just have a feeling if your offense isn't producing, you're going to be behind, and teams are just going to run the ball down your throat. Yeah. So the secondary being great is not going to help you very much. Right, right. Uh, I would not draft them in fantasy, but if they look good the first couple weeks, I'll pick them up and off the waiver wire. Yeah. Or depending on a matchup, you might want to pick them yep. up. If they're playing the Jets or the Miami Dolphins, that's a pretty good match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bills, those guys are in the same division. <laughs> and here's some uh, interesting bet- betting uh, tidbits here. If you want to, you know, bet some money on LaShawn McCoy to be like, you know, the rushing leader. Yeah, because betting's uh, legal in yeah. this country. His odds are plus 2,800 to win the rushing title. So if you were to put $100 on, you'd uh, win $2,800. Yeah. That's a pretty you- good amount. Yeah, that's a pretty good value bet, but you're probably gonna, not going to win that. Or if you think he's going to lead uh, the league in, in rushing touchdowns, it's plus 4,100. Wow. Wow. That's k- kind of a good value bet there. Yeah. Um, the over and under for the Bills this year is 6.5 as far as wins go. I have a feeling I'm going to go under. I- I'm going to go under, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think on the high end they get to six. Yeah, I think six and ten would be a good season. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going under. Yeah, I I I think I might make that bet. <laughs> like seriously, I think we. What's the odds on that again? Probably going to be minus one hundred. Yeah. Go under, which is still relatively good odds. You just have to put a little extra money on that thing, you know. Yeah. Choose the vig, if yeah. you will. Um, the New York Jets. They're in the AFC East. Are you yeah. familiar with them? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. He told me this when I was young. He told me this about the Jets. This is a true story. He goes, Art, when I was a kid, I was into the Jets. And then I got older and I got into girls. And then I got back into the Jets because I realized there's times when a girl won't fuck you, but the Jets will always fuck you. Yeah, man, we in fucking Syracuse, New York, man. Of course you know about the fucking Jets. Uh, the Jets made uh, some some moves at quarterback in the offseason. They added Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. They drafted Sam Darnold. Yep. With, with the third pick. They added Isaiah Crowell to the backfield because uh, Matt Forte retired. Yep. And um, they added Tawell Pryor at receiver. Mm. And they added Tremaine Johnson, corner. And he got a lot of money. Yeah. He got paid. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. But uh, pretty not, much not so, a top ten corner in my book though. Yeah, not a top ten. It's probably uh, so. It looks like same old, same old with the Jets over the last few years. They're probably gonna suck pretty good. So I mean, do they, they start Josh McCown at quarterback to begin the season? Do they throw Sam Darnold in the fire? Is Teddy Bridgewater ready to play again? Like, why did they sign him? I've been wondering the same damn thing too, because it's like a one-year deal. Like, if Teddy Bridgewater plays well, he's just gonna be a free agent again. Yeah. And why would you want him to play well? Because you just spent the third pick on a fucking quarterback. Yeah, I, I think he's he's kind of getting that senile age. Like he need, he might need to like I don't know, man, delegate a little better. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I don't. I... They they've been sucking ass for a while, but they probably fucked up a lot of gambling bets last year. I don't know what their over and under was last year, but it was low. Yeah, but they they surprised me with as many games they would. What did they win? Like six. Yeah, I would have picked them to win, like, fucking three, two. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe their coach is good. Yeah? Maybe he's good, because he's going to need to be, because their roster is not good. Yeah. I'm not sure who's going to start at quarterback. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> I, to me, I, I'd want to see a little bit what... I mean, McCown played pretty good last year, like, at least based on what the expectations of them were. were. But, I mean, you signed this kid for a one-year deal to see if he can fucking play, and then you're not going to let him play. Yep. 
uh, on the plus side, Josh McCown gets hurt every year. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to play without, like, putting his body at risk. Like, there's a first down to get. He's diving for a head first. Yeah, I respect it, but it is fucking dumb as shit sometimes. I've seen him fucking throw himself, dive, like, for a touchdown and get helicoptered in yeah. a Browns game. <laughs> and immediately get concussed and taken out. It was yeah. kind of like, bro, what were you thinking? You didn't do that. It's, it's fucking... I do my own stunts. Yeah. He was just thinking I'm trying to score points yeah. for my team. But, uh, and he didn't either. As far as fantasy goes, there's only a couple guys on this team that I think are even worthy of having on your roster. Uh, Robbie Anderson, the receiver. Yeah. He hit a big end of the last year. Yeah. I think he can have a big season as well. Uh, then you got the running backs. You got Isaiah Corwell, Bilal Powell, and Elijah McGuire. I'm not sure which one of these guys is going to get the most touches, but... One of those guys or two of those guys are going to be fantasy relevant. So you might want to stash them on your bench, see what happens. Yeah, there, there's some good uh, stash plays. The, the, the weird thing, though, with them, and it's been the last couple of years, especially with since they had Powell and they'd have Avery for a little while, like who to play on a week-to-week because just like you picked the wrong guy. You pick Powell that week and Avery, it'll be the Ivory, the one week he gets fucking yep. two touchdowns because he gets the goal line touches that week. It's like, yeah, I mean? So yeah. they're always kind of, uh, I don't really fuck with them. But. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to be one of my, my, any of my starting running backs, but if they're like, I get like one of these guys is my fifth running back on my bench just to see what, you know, happens. Yeah. I'll take, I'll roll the dice. Yeah. Um, as far as like some, some bets, maybe uh, most receiving yards for the season, Robbie Anderson, he's plus 18,900 to win the receiving title. If you want to just, you know, throw a hundred bucks on something that's a really deep flyer, a long shot. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. The Jets are going to be behind. They're going to be chucking it. Yeah. Your motherfucking <laughs> return on investment can be fucking... That's, that. Yeah, that's amazing return on investment. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year, if you feel like Sam Darnold's going to get out there, he's, he's plus 1,500 to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, he's a quarterback. It's, I think it's a pretty good chance that he gets out there and plays a little bit. He's the third pick. Yeah, absolutely. He usually goes to quarterback, these awards. So, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're over and under on wins of six. And I'm going to go on the underside. I'm going to go on the under, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little too high for my blood. Yeah, I could see them getting the six over the Bills, though. Yeah, I think I think both teams kind of end up with, like, five wins. Yeah. So I'm going to go under six. But uh, a team that's definitely going to win a lot more than uh, five games is the New England Patriots. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> So and so they're trying hard. <laughs> Are they cheating hard or trying hard is the question. It could be both. What? Yeah. This yeah. just in. <laughs> Breaking news. Because they don't win it in the AFC East every fucking year. Yeah. Um, I think the only year they didn't win it was the year that Tom Brady got hurt like two minutes in the season. <laughs> yeah. They were still 11-5, and five, but the Dolphins happened to be good that year. Yeah. And they didn't make the playoffs. With uh, fucking Matt Castle as their starting quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Though that might have, been, might have been Bill Belichick's greatest coaching job, getting Matt Castle to look like a halfway decent starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, they lost Malcolm Butler. Yep. They replaced him with Jason McCourty, mm-hmm. who's a pretty good replacement. Yeah. Um, they added uh, Danny Shelton, Adrian Claiborne to the defensive line. They lost Danny Amendola, Deion Lewis, and, and Nate Solder. That's a lot. Where did uh, uh, I miss where Lewis went? He went to the Tennessee Titans. Oh, with Butler. Yeah. They went there. They got a New England uh, field there down in Tennessee. 
uh, Rabel is their coach. Oh yeah, he was a yep. he was a linebacker there in New England. And yeah, he was the coach. He used to catch some touchdowns too. Yeah, he was a good. Yeah, player. I remember Rabel. Yeah, uh, in the draft they got Sony Michelle out of Georgia and Isaiah Wynn out of Georgia in the first round, mm-hmm. who uh, are definitely going to be contributing. I think Wynn's going to start and place a. Uh, Nate Solder on the mm-hmm. left uh, left tackle. Yep, and I think Sony Michelle could have a, a a big year as a rookie because uh, when you draft a running back in the first round, I feel like you're giving the ball. Yeah, probably. But then again, it, it is the Patriots, and uh, you never fucking know what they're doing at running back. Exactly. And that's one of my questions I have for them: uh, Is it going to be a running back by committee? Uh, who gets what roles? <laughs> yeah, especially when we're talking about, uh, which I know we'll get into uh, the fantasy aspect yeah. with them. Did you fucking go with Deion Lewis and then fucking Woodhead yep. comes in and fucking gets fucking two, three touchdowns in a game and you're fucking pissed Or last shit. year it was uh, Rex Burkhead got a lot of their goal line carries. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Or like, oh, James White has like 10 catches this one game. Exactly. So James White's still there. You got. I'm Rex speaking Burkhead. from experience about that. If I sound a little more more passionate, yeah. When I was talking about that Deion Lewis, yeah, Patriots running back situation. Yeah, the Patriots have done that to many fantasy owners over the years. That shit fucking pissed me off. Because uh, Bill Belichick does not give a fuck about your fantasy. With team. that 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 Burkhead dude you just fucking mentioned, yeah. that pissed me off that game this year, <laughs> last year. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure who's gonna get the touches, where they're gonna get it, but. Uh, right. I really feel like if they drafted one of the first round pick, they're gonna give him a chance to earn some touches. Yeah, and he's a stud. I think he's gonna be good. Uh, and then defensively, can can Dante Hightower stay healthy? Because we saw what their defense was without him last year. Pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Obviously, fantasy wise, Tom Brady's a stud. Yeah, he's probably the second best fantasy quarterback. Unless he hits the cliff this year. I mean, he could. Yeah, he could. But I feel like quarterbacks usually don't hit the cliff. Especially, like, Tom Brady's not, not athletic. Like, he's just kind of been doing the same thing for the last 10 years. Yeah, well, I, I feel like maybe not, like, a natural cliff just, yeah. like, that happens just because. But I feel like they hit the cliff because they get an injury that might have recovered from a little better or sooner while they were younger that just is debilitating now, like Peyton Manning. Yeah. Because he was still paying at an MVP caliber le- level until he had that quad injury. And then he fucking, when he got beat the fuck up in that Rams game, yeah. he was never the same after that Rams game. That was the cliff. He fell off the fucking cliff. Remember he threw his like 500 touch now? Like that, uh, that season, he was fucking going in for like seven, eight games. The one after he broke the touchdown record. I really feel like the last season he played, they won the Super Bowl. Like he was just bad that kind of the whole season. Was that the one though? I feel like how long he was in Denver for three I feel seasons, like that, right? That, yeah, the year before when they lost to the Colts in the playoffs, the Colts uh, press coverage all the receivers and try to make Peyton Manning make like accurate fucking pinpoint throws. And yeah, he couldn't make those throws anymore. And the next year, everyone just started playing that sort of coverage on the receivers, like. Yeah, we're just going to make you with to make throws. We're not going to play zone coverage. We're not going to, you know, because you can pick that apart. We're going to make you make throws. Yeah, but I feel like that season that you're talking about, yeah. I feel like that Rams game was in that one. That, he, that second half of the year, he was not that MVP caliber anymore. I really and felt like it's... it claim, you know, declined after that. I really felt like it started that, that whole, it was that whole year. Like, I remember a Kansas City game, it might have been week two or three of the season. He looked very awful. And it was a Thursday Well, night by game. the numbers, he was on pace... The, damn near the same pace for 50 fucking touchdowns again for that Rams game. I think that was the end, towards the end of the season before. Yeah, that's what I mean. 
But that was the cliff for him. He hung on that next season and still the defense carried him, you know what I mean, to the yeah. championship. But he was he was riding there. That's what I mean, the cliff. Like it wasn't like a precipitous decline. He he was he was riding high still, yep. still at MVP caliber. And it was an injury. Brett Favre. He was looking like he might play at a high level forever. And he could you know, that he got beat up in that fucking New Orleans Saints game. game man, the yeah. playoffs. And it, 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 not the same. You know what I mean? C- couldn't recover from it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, Tom. Sure. I haven't seen Tom Brady take a beating ever. No, not really. Because <laughs> when he hits the ground once, he's yeah. I love seeing him go off on his offensive lineman. That shit is great. He's, he's like, yo, what the fuck? But I mean, they still got Gronk. Hmm. Who's the number one fantasy tight end? Yep. They got they got Julian Edelman. He's suspended the first few games of the season. Mm-hmm. And they got Peds. And they got Chris Hogan on the outside, uh, fantasy studs receiver. So I mean, if you can grab those guys, I think you should. Yeah, Hogan's probably gonna be big in the first few uh, weeks too, with Edelman being down too. I would definitely think so, and I think maybe as a flyer, the first couple weeks of the season, I'm looking at Kenny Britt, who they signed end of last year. He's been in their system now, off season. I think he might do some things the first few weeks, too. Yeah. He's still a physical freak. Yeah, they lost Cooks, too. Yeah, they yeah. traded him. Yeah. Tom Brady for MVP. He's getting, uh, the odds are plus 550. Mm. That seems kind of nice. Yeah. Most passing yards, Tom Brady, plus 410. Could Tom Brady have a FU season right now, just putting people's faces? Yeah, he, that's what it seems like he's probably out to do, you know? Him and uh, Belichick has the fucking feud going. Yeah. Uh, most shit. passing touchdowns this year. Tom Brady, plus 745. Good odds. Pretty good odds? Yeah. But do you think that's a value bet? You think he could, uh, could, you know, he has the weapons to lead the league in fucking touchdowns? He never really has that many weapons. Though. I mean, as I just said, Gronk's probably the greatest tight end to ever play football. Yeah. But you can usually count him missing three or four games. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I like their outside receivers. You know, James White's still good. They still they still have a lot of weapons in comparison to any other team in the AFC East. Like, yeah. the weapons on the Patriots are explosive. For sure. In comparison. Um, and the over-under for them is 11 wins, which is a lot. Yeah. But I easily could see this team going 12-4. and four. Yeah. So I'm going to go over. Yeah. Not a bet that uh, by choice I'd I'd put in. I probably wouldn't fuck with that. But uh, if I had to, I'd take the over. And uh, I came up with a couple um, fun little prop bets that I would like to bet on. Yeah? That these are not bets yet in Vegas, to my knowledge. But if they do become bets, uh, I'll take some action. Um, Browns wins minus a half over Patriots losses. So will the Patriots lose more games than the Browns win this year? I'd want to jump on that. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So as, as I think the Patriots are going to lose four games. So if the Browns were, say, to win five games, which I think they can do, knock on wood, I would take Browns minus a half over Patriots' losses. That's what I would do. And here's another good one. Jets, Bills, Dolphins combined wins minus nine and a half over Patriots' wins. So would the Patriots would have to win more than nine and a half? Yeah. So if the Patriots, say, win 12 games, right? Mm-hmm. And the, that means that the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets have to win t- 22 games. Okay. Combined. Yeah. And we don't think they're going to win that many games. It's so not. I would definitely take the Patriots. Fuck in this, no. In this bet. Just something I just came up with the other day. I thought it would be fun. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I, I When we go to Delago. Yeah. We, we check this thing out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might be putting some money down on that. Yeah. Because the, the rest of the AFC East are no way getting 22 fucking wins. No fucking way. Like, what about the Miami Dolphins? You think they're good at football? No. That this no-name coach 
literally left his team behind the eight ball. <laughs> that the only line he could trust was on his desk. <laughs> that the grindstone isn't the only place he put his nose. <laughs> that every good team hits a few bumps in the road. What in the wild world of fuckery are they doing in Miami? I don't know. I have fucking no idea. I mean, last I heard, the coaches were fucking... Doing cocaine? Doing cocaine off their desk while FaceTiming hookers. And there's all sorts of fuckery going on down there that I'd love to be a part of, quite frankly. But yeah, um, yeah being conducive to being a good football team, it may not be. Yeah. Um, they franchised Jarvis Landry. And then they got lucky because they found a team that was going to trade for him. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns. but And the Cleveland Browns gave him a bigger contract. But we'll talk about that when we talk about the Browns. Yeah. They cut Mike Pouncey, their all-pro starting center. Yep. They cut Indominus Sue, their yep. all-pro defensive tackle. No, no one of them. Why would you want good players? They need uh, good locker room guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they signed Danny Amendola to six mil a season. Yeah. And then here's the good one. You're going to like this mm-hmm. one. They signed Elbert Wilson, ride receiver from Kansas City. To $8 million a season. That is just insane. They signed... Because I don't even... Yo, to be honest... You don't even know who he is. I don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. Dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is that? He was the number three receiver for the Chiefs for like four years in a row. Yeah, good good times. They added Frank Gore. I didn't even know Frank Gore was still alive. Yeah, Frank Gore's still playing. And apparently reports out of fucking training camp is tearing it up. <laughs> Frank Gore's going to be fucking playing football longer than I live. Yeah, he is. But my question for them is, what the fuck are they doing? I don't know. And your whole thing, too, about this notion about them wanting good locker room guys. Like, if, if this is me, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't the players that were doing cocaine off the desk and shit. That was your fucking staff. All right? Like, maybe get the staff together before you start just cutting players and shit. Uh, players don't win football games, obviously. At yeah. least the Dolphins don't feel like yeah. Can Kenyon Drake, who kind of came on at the end of last season, can he carry the load and be that feature running back for a team? And get those 25 touches every game. He's kind of a small guy. Can he carry the load? I don't know. I don't know what their offensive line looks looking like. Tannehill's coming off ACL, which he's decent at best. That was my question. Is Tannehill also a legit starting, starting quarterback anymore? Is he legit? I mean, like, legit as in, like, if you have a top draft pick next year and there's good quarterbacks, you aren't taking one? Legit? Yeah. No, he's not that guy. He's, he's not too legit to quit? No, he's not too <laughs> legit to quit. I mean, is he is he a decent... He's Blake Bortles, Jace. Okay. You know? Because like, the big thing he did was he could run a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know if he can run anymore. With the, coming off the ACL, exactly. <laughs> um, do the Dolphins have a starting tight end? Because I looked at their roster, and I didn't see anyone that I recognized as, as good at football. No, me neither. And then, uh, yeah, Tannehill can't, they never could throw downfield like that. Is Devontae Parker a legit number one receiver? We don't know because the quarterback can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I did find one interesting kind of bet. Um, Robert Quinn, who they, they traded for from the Rams, pass rusher, most sacks in the league this year, plus 5,000. He led the league like three years ago for the Rams. Yeah. Could he have another beastly season and lead the league in sacks? Like, sure, why the fuck not? That's a nice little long shot bet. Yeah, hell yeah, for five plus five thousand. <laughs> and that's then, an awesome bet. And then the over and under for them is six and a half wins, and I'm banging the under. Like I'd put lots of money on the under. 
Like, when we go to Delago, I'm totally betting on this. <laughs> you, you totally betting on that? Yes. I think I might be down with you on that. Six and... They're going to have to win seven fucking football games? Nah. I topped them out at six, too. And that, that's a long shot. Like, the, the Patriots are beating them twice. Yeah. Like, maybe they get a win off the Jets on at home. Maybe a win on the Bills. But, like... So they're going to be 2-4 and four in their fucking division? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's what all those last three teams, the Bills, Jets, are all probably going to be. They're yeah. all probably going to get a win off each other or something. Yeah. And then uh, the, the division odds are the Patriots are minus 750 favorites, obviously. So if you want to make money off this, like if you bet 100 bucks on the Patriots to win the division, you're only going to win $13. <laughs> so, so it's not really it's not really a good bet. Yeah. The Dolphins are plus eight hundred and the Bills and the Jets are plus fourteen hundred. Wow. To win the division. Yeah. And, and I would not bet on either one of those teams to win the division. Yeah. I would I would actually put like I try to make like a thousand dollars on the Patriots. Just try to make it worth your while. Just throw money at it. Yeah. Because the Patriots win the division. Or parlay it with something else. Like the Patriots win the division, plus maybe take their over eleven and a half. Yeah. Something to get good odds. Yo, I think, and maybe we should fucking poll this on Twitter or something. I think even if Brady got fucking hurt like he did in yeah. uh, game one that one season that we were talking about earlier, Matt Castle. They're still I, winning the division? They're still winning the fucking division. With Brian Hoyer, quarterback? With, with Brian Hoyer, dead ass they are. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Twitter people. We're, yeah, we're I, forgot they, I forgot they had Brian Hoyer. Yeah, they're winning the division. It, it, it's, a, it's a fucking doogee. I feel it's only right that we talk about the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. And that's how they got ah! introduced. Bird ah! Gang. Bird Gang. Yeah. So, like, they win the Super Bowl, and then they decided, you know what? Like, let's make our roster just a little bit better. Just a little bit. Yep. So, they, they lost some players, and then they replaced them with better versions of that player. Like, they lost Torrey Smith, and they're like, hey, let's get with Mike Wallace. Yeah. Mike Wallace is better. I fucked that. Yep. A little faster, a little taller. Yep. Um, they lost Vinnie Curry, and they're like, fuck it. Let's get Michael Bennett. Put him on the defensive line. He, we could rotate this bitch in. Right in. And, you know, they lost, uh, you know, Patrick Robinson. with a nice year for them. But they, then they got Daryl Worley from uh, the Carolina Panthers, and he's pretty good. Yep. So, I mean, they like it. And they also got Holodi Nada on the defensive line. You know, just another body. Improve his strength, you know. They kept, they kept Nick Foles. I'm, su- I'm surprised I could still do a bird call right now. Yeah. Um, still kind of hung over. And high as shit. Yeah. And probably sprained my tongue last night, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they lost Trey Burton. Uh, but they drafted Dallas Goder, a tight end, the best tight end in the draft, apparently. Yeah. I never saw him play, but apparently to some people he's good at football. Yeah, I heard the Cowboys really wanted him, and we stole him. Yep. You're like, fuck you guys. And I was I was delighted. Yep. You, you hate the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I love when, when bad stuff happens to him. That's how I was, what I was saying earlier, how the Packers mm-hmm. got this love for me. Yep. Regardless of what happened or how it happened, when, that, when the Cowboys lost in the finals, you can smell the scent of the Cowboy fans' tears in the air. It's one of my favorite scents. They should make a fucking Febreze spray out of that shit. I'd spray that in my house. The the smell of- Do you think they'd just call it Cowboy's Despair? Yeah, or cow, 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 Cowboy Do. Do Do? Do, yep, Do Do. Yep. Okay, now here's the real question with the Eagles is, will Carson Wentz be ready for week one? Or here, maybe, here's another question, does it fucking matter? I don't think it fucking matters that much, especially now week one. I'll be honest. If I were the Eagles, I'd be like, yo, Carson, we need you to chill and fall the fuck back and let Nick Foles start a couple games. And 
Take your work, time. Work you back in. Yeah, we take your time with this. Back in yeah, we don't. We don't want no RG three situation. We're not. We're not worried. Yeah, we ain't worried about nothing. And of course, is there gonna be a Super Bowl hangover? You know, kind of like the hangover you're feeling. Nah, because you know what? I'm as you can see by my bird calls and shit. I'm hungover, but I'm a fucking professional. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a fucking winner. You're a functioning man that has hangover. You can function. Exactly. You're a functioning adult. Exactly. And I want more. I'm hungry. So what you're saying is, in this Eagles locker room, they have lots of functioning adults. Yeah, and, and a lot of functioning adults, a lot of character in the locker room. Yep. Um, not a team camaraderie. I feel like our team really likes each other and rides for each other and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, fantasy wise, they got some. They got some fantasy players. Mm-hmm. You know, Zach Ertz, top tight end. You know, right with Gronk, he's a stud. Yeah. Draft him on your where'd, team. Where'd you rank? Would you rank him second to Gronk, or would you uh, put uh, Kelsey? Kelsey in that. In that. I think I would make Ertz the second best tight end. Actually. I, I think he'll probably finish ahead of Gronk because Gronk will miss a couple games. Yeah. I think Ertz is probably going to be the number one tight end in the fantasy. I don't know. Ertz misses a couple games, too, seems like, every year, too. Yeah. I Maybe just, not as much as Gronk. He but. just gets the volume. Like, Gronk doesn't get, like, he's not going to have a game where he catches 20 passes. Yeah. Like, you guys just go to Ertz over and over again. Yeah. Every big catch in every game is going to Ertz. Yeah. He's the number one. Let guy. me say this, though, while we're on, on uh, the Ertz-Kelsey topic real quick before we move on. I, even though the Eagles are my favorite team, I enjoy watching Kelsey score touchdowns a little more. He does a nice little celebration. His fucking dance moves. He, he be going in, bro. He, he be going in. He's, he's got some moves for a white guy. Yeah, for sure. He be putting it down for y'all, bro. He got some soul. Yeah, I know you got some love for it, too. Yeah. yeah he got a Jay smile with that. He's like, yeah. yeah. kind of reminds me of himself. Yeah. 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 Um, Alshon Jeffrey, he's a stud receiver. Yeah. He's going through some injuries again, like he did last year. Well, he's always going through injuries. Yeah. Since, uh, but Chicago. he played through them last year. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did. So I'm not really worried about him yet. And come close to the season, and he's saying he's going to miss some games. I might be worried about him, but I think you should draft him. You're right. Um, Jay Ajayi, running back. You still got Darren Sproles. You still got Corey Clement. So it's going to be a little bit running back by committee. Sproles is getting up there with the uh, damn near Gore status. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's been playing forever. Forever, yeah. yeah. But uh, you lost Legarrette Blunt, so I think JJ is going to be like that goal line back. Yep. He's going to get some one yard touchdowns, so he's going to have some more fantasy relevance this year. I think. It, yeah. You know, obviously Carson Wentz is a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I if I draft Carson Wentz, I might want to get a second quarterback, just in case. Yep. But uh, I think he's a stud. And Corey Clement, I think he's got some like late flyer value because he like a PPR leagues. So he'll catch a lot of balls. Yep. And the Eagles defense, obviously, you want to draft them. Yeah, for sure. They're studs. Yep. One but, of the best um, in football. Yep. Now uh, I, I saw some Carson Wentz uh, bets that are like, kind of interesting. Uh, <coughs> MVP. He's plus eight hundred to win the MVP. So that's pretty good. It's it's not great value, but it's pretty good value. Yeah. I think he has a real chance. Because he was the front runner last year. Yep. Most TD passes. If he starts week one, it's plus 1,400. Is there a chance that he leads the league in touchdown passes? He was doing it last year through yeah. 13 games. There's a chance. Yeah, for sure. If he plays all the games. Uh, the Eagles are plus 450 to win the NFC. That seems like a pretty good bat. I think they're the favorite. Yeah. Un- undisputed. Now, is that is that through the playoffs or the regular season? That's through, through the Like playoffs. be the top seed. Okay. They go to Super Bowl. I, okay. still, I still like them. Yeah, yeah. I like that, too. And then the over and under is ten and a half wins, and I love the over. Yep, I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm banging, I'm banging the over. Banging on the over. That's another for sure Delago pick. Yes, yep. <laughs> we might parlay that with the Patriots. Oh! 
We're putting together a nice little parlay right now. Yo, I hope if you haven't uh, uh, put two or two together yet, be prepared all football season whenever Eagles topics are to hear random bird screechings. That may be... Bird gang. Yeah, and different ones may be better than others depending on the degree of my hangover or... Highness. Or intoxication. We're part of history. The Eagles' first Super Bowl, and we're on the field. They did it in. I'm trying to, like, put some turf in my pocket. I'm doing... <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> and... Just to get out of the way, we're going to talk about your second favorite team in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Well, are we done talking about the Eagles? Yeah. We don't got nothing else to say about the Eagles? No, they're really good at football. Ah! All right. All right. Move on. Carry on. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know how I brought Hey, up, man. Fuck the Cowboys, You know how man. I brought up how the Bills might have, like, the worst weapons in football? The Dallas Cowboys are <laughs> battling it out with them. Because <laughs> offensively, the weapons, I mean, they lost Jason Witten. They lost Des Bryant. That was their main two guys on offense to throw the ball to. Yeah. They signed Tavon Austin, and we've all had our stint with Tavon Austin in fantasy. <laughs> and we don't like it. <laughs> no. They signed Alan Hearns, and Alan Hearns is another one of those Tavon Austin and Jace guys. He has a couple big games a year. Good luck picking him. For sure. They I mean, got- I think he's better than Trayvon Austin, though. Oh, he is. They still got uh, Terrence Williams, who's just not good at football. Nope. They don't have a tight end that I recognize on the roster. They still got the Beasley kid? They do have Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. He's a nice little slot guy. It was. Yeah, so, I mean, their weapons, uh, not very good. But they do have Ezekiel Elliott, and he's a stud. Yeah. And that offensive line is Beasley. For sure. And I think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. Yeah, I think he's decent. I think last year... Uh, you know what else I think I was just thinking about? Yeah. I think I want to do, like, a hit em up remake yeah. about the Cowboys. You're going to hit him up? Like, that's going to be an exclusive ground and pound exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, like, fuck the Cowboys. Like, and like Tupac said, like, if you want to be down or you like the Cowboys, then fuck you too. Then fuck you too. Jerry Jones, fuck you too. Fuck you and your motherfucking mama. Steven Jones, fuck you too. Fuck you too. Jimmy Johnson. Nah, I kind of like Jimmy Johnson, bro. <laughs> I, I kind of like Jimmy Johnson. And, 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 and the fact that he doesn't fuck with the Cowboys, too, he's kind of riding one on the other side now. Yeah. We, we can leave Jimmy out of this. It, the Jimmy and the cheerleaders they are good. All right? That's it. <laughs> all right? Yeah, the cheerleaders are good. Everybody out. else. And Michael Irvin's good, too, because we want to do blow with Michael Irvin, remember? Yeah. What yeah. about Emmett Smith? Because you're doing it with me. If we both hang out with Mike Irvin, I'm, I, you're not just going to make me do all the fucking lines with Irvin. We're, we're both doing lines with Mike Irvin. I mean, it's it goes without saying. Right? Yeah. Also, if we run into Snoop Dogg and we have to smoke weed with him, I'm probably going to have to take one of the team and get in the ciphers. So. Yeah, yeah. You're smoking that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm probably not going to be able to keep up. I'm going to be tapping out early. Yeah. Like, you sleep as fuck. Like, Snoop, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> But yeah, um, they do have a rookie receiver I like, uh, Michael Gallup. They drafted him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because the rest of the receivers are not very good, he has a chance to play. And that Butler kid that they had. Uh, Bryce Butler? Bryce Butler. Um, I feel like he showed some flashes and maybe with uh, you know Des being gone and Witten being gone, maybe he might get some more I'm targets, sure, see what he can do. I'm not sure if he's still on the roster. Yes, I didn't see his name the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He might be gone too. Well, I mean, Oops. he wasn't that good then. <laughs> Oops. I was mistaken. Um, but and the, and the real question I have for this team is: This the worst group of receivers in football? They're up there. I, I don't know. I think I think that I think they're better than the Bills. You think they're better than the Bills? I, I think I would take Calvin Benjamin over any of these guys. Yeah, 
But I keep forgetting they got Calvin Benjamin. That's not good <laughs> to say about you. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, they, they. Oh yeah, they got that guy. Yeah, they do have. A, I mean, he's at least a, a good number two receiver. Yeah, man, and he's good in like I feel like you know he's uh, he's a good goal line guy. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's good, yeah, he's a, he's a big uh, big target, but I mean he runs some of the worst routes. Yeah, I mean me. Per- I mean I'm not gonna say ever like I've done the research. I mean, but me personally, just watching this shit and not being a, like football aficionado, like. Yeah. Played tons of organized football. I just watching it, but like it's like when you watch a, somebody dance, do their dance steps, like Marcus Houston or somebody that's not good compared to like Chris Brown. Like when I can count your dance steps, and I'm not a dancer, you're not. You're, I, I'm no expert here, but you're not very good at this. I can see that. He's definitely no Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and the other question with the Cowboys is, can Sean Lee stay healthy? Because they're a different team when he's healthy. They're a different defense. Why is that a question? Because he's not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we know that. We do. We know that. We do know that. Because I, I, I've, I've never fucking known Sean Lee to, to be healthy for a full season. I mean, I, I think the most was what, like 13, 14 games. I think he did it once. I think he's healthy all season once. And I think they made the playoffs that year. Yeah. But uh, it was a couple years ago. But, I mean, if he can stay healthy relatively, like not have any serious like ACLs or serious season-ending injuries, but maybe like miss a game here, miss a game there, I think that would that'll help him a lot because he is the quarterback in the defense. Yeah. When he goes, that defense is folds. Yeah. But how's their D looking? Is it improving? I know they they uh, lost a lot of their secondary couple you know, season before last, and yeah. we're rebuilding that back up. I do like some of the young players. I think Jordan Lewis, I like him. Uh, they drafted a, a, a guy that can rush the passer with the first round pick, but I don't. I don't like to depend too many, too much on rookies. Yeah, making contributions, but I mean they got some young guys and on that defense that can do some stuff. Yeah, I like Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, he's he, good. He's a stud, and mm-hmm. um, I think there's a chance he wins the sack title this year. You got odds on that? He's plus fourteen hundred. Mm, sounds pretty good. Ezekiel Elliott winning the rushing title is plus two fifty. And we just went over the receivers. I could see Zeke getting the ball a lot. Yeah. I think... A lot. I think... Damn, that's so tough. That's just like when it fucking comes to fantasy and, and that, that, that fine line you have to straddle between like teams. Like I fucking despise the... Their fans more so than... I, I fall into Stephen A. Bucket on that. I hate Cowboy fans. Yeah. But um, you're more than listen, welcome to listen to the podcast, though, and, you know, argue with us or whatever yeah. um, about your Super Bowl titles in the mid-'90s because that's what all you guys fucking talk about whenever you have a fucking football discussion or argument. So The glory days. Yeah. So we're, we, we, we're just going to throw it. We know that's in there by default. They fucking suck. So, like, but you'll, of course, want to pick Ezekiel Elliott for your fantasy league because, I mean, if he's available and you were able to pick him, you'd be a fool not to. Yeah. So, part of me wants to put that on the no-brainer Delago picks. Like, yo. He's a, he's a top five fantasy guy, by the way. That's a, that's a value pick, a value bet, like a motherfucker. Plus 250 yeah. for Zeke winning the, the rushing title this year. And then uh, most rushing and receiving touchdowns combined. Like, say, like... Because a lot of guys don't catch too many receiving touchdowns. Like Antonio Brown might get like ten a season. Yeah. So like, say Zeke rushes for twelve touchdowns, but catches four more other touchdowns. Like someone will have to top sixteen total touchdowns. Yeah. So most receiving and rushing touchdowns combined, he's plus six thirty five to to win that title. 
And I think it's totally possible that he does that. Yeah, but I don't know if I could put this money on fucking a cowboy. A, a, yeah. a cowboy. Because um, partly, you know, I don't wish for anybody to get injured in sports and stuff. But you like, don't wish part of my to petty soul just. The Cowboys. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's, he's plus 4,000 to win the MVP. That's well, <laughs> running, running backs don't. Uh, I mean, Adrian Peterson did it. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's mm-hmm. rare. But he'd have to have, like, a monster season. Is it possible? Because he missed, like, what, the first... He missed, like, four games last year. Yeah. And he still had a pretty damn good season. Yeah. Like, could he have a monster year? Could he rush for, like, 1,800 yards and 12 touchdowns and another five, 600 yards receiving? Could he do it? Behind that, that line? offensive line as well? Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. They're going to give him the ball. They're going to let him touch it 400 times. Yeah. But um, teams are going to be loaded up on him, too, because, I mean... Yeah, the weapons are not very good. Exactly. Uh, and then if you if you like Dak Prescott, he, he's plus 2,200 to win the MVP. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen. No. And they're over and under on wins is eight and a half wins. Eight and a half. That seems a little high to me. You think it seems a little high? A little high. What you got over at eight and eight? I think they might go seven and nine. Eight and eight would be, I think eight and eight is kind of like their ceiling. Like, I don't see them winning nine, ten games. I was going to say I'm at nine. Missing the playoffs was the... At like nine, I think I think it's gonna be tough because, like they have like besides Ezekiel Elliott, like they have nothing else going for them on offense. Yeah, like if they play your Eagles, I think that's zero and two. Yeah, but for whatever reason, the NFC East is one of those divisions, though, too, that they I mean, always play each other well, the teams in the division, and you kind of never know who might come out 4-2 in the division. They could they could lose both games to us and win all the rest of the division games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The I mean, the division games are, are weird are, like that. The division games are always kind of tough to predict. I just, I'm just saying from a talent standpoint, like the Eagles have so much more talent than the Cowboys do. Yeah, the Cowboys have a great offensive line and they got a great running back, and that's where the greatness ends. They won uh, Super Bowls twenty some odd years ago, but they had a, uh, they had a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame receiver, and Hall of Famers on defense like Deion Sanders and you know players like that. Darren Woodson, who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Well, your team just won their first Super Bowl. We got five. Oh. All you motherfuckers, fuck you too. That's my best uh, rendition of... Uh, Random Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah, because that's what's going to get brought up no matter what the discussion is around the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I remember when we were talking about, you know, the playoffs in the NBA, and we were talking about, like, LeBron versus Jordan, and they'd be like, well, we're the Dallas Cowboys, we've got five Super Bowls. Exactly. Like, LeBron doesn't have five Super Bowls. He doesn't have any Super Bowls. I like Mike. <laughs> Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything right now? Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Your boy, Odell Beckham, has been saying some things and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, we going to the Giants next? Yeah. Yeah. He has some provocative things to say, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They they have some... uh, Get some people going? Yeah. They have some uh, interesting um, methods of building team camaraderie. Yeah. Let, let's say. Team camaraderie is important. Yeah. Because uh, when he was asked on his uh, bond uh, with uh, Shaquan Barkley, Saquon Barkley, he said that they've already slept in the same bed twice. That's team building 101. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's fine and dandy. Like when we talked about it earlier in the week and, you know, whoever you decide to have in your bed, you know, whether male or female, that's, you know, your choice. That's, yeah. that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. For that to be uh, the method of team camaraderie building at a team facility during training camp, it just arises a little bit of questions to me, you know? 
I did uh, ask uh, Jay Tudor, which we have uh, just about, I think this has been like the uh, 20 years of friendship Yeah. about this year, yeah. um, and we, that we've never slept in the same bed and that we needed to do that to solidify our bond. He refused. I mean, I don't know if it's because I smell bad, because uh, I'm black. I offered you the guest bed. You you did offer me the guest bed in the stay over. <laughs> he, he did decline uh, uh, repeatedly the invitation though to uh, sleep in the same bed. Why we'll we'll just gonna leave that undisclosed. Yeah, that is that is very interesting. I wonder if that is the uh, uh, rookie hazing with the uh, Giants. Maybe the rookies have to sleep in the same bed as a veteran player. Or something. Bring for, bring a rookie to the work day. Yeah, for, for perhaps. <laughs> bring um, a rookie to your bed day. Does this bonding experience require cuddling? I don't know. Is it like is this, there? Is are you asking if there's potential spoonage going on? Yeah. Who's the big spoon? Who's the little spoon? I, yeah, that that's a question. Are they facing the same direction? Are, is this a, a, a one at the foot, one at the head type of thing? I don't know. We need to have Od- yo. We need Odell Beckham on the podcast. Here's need- another question. We need I'm to assuming, elaborate on this. I have a king bed. Yeah, I'm assuming that he has a California king, which is pretty big. And I know when me and the old lady slept on together, you could be on the same bed and not even be near each other because you have tons of space. Yeah, I California. Yeah, so so maybe he's not saying the training camp like bunker style beds. Yeah. Uh, but like he's been over to the crib already and shit. Yeah. Then had some of that Drake adult entertainment. Yeah. That Odell uh, also partakes in. Yeah. Sometimes you you do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and, okay. and and there's lots of questions you know with the Giants you know Saquon Barkley I don't know if you've seen the gentleman but I wonder if he ever misses leg day. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean yeah I, I'm gonna tell you the truth I'm gonna tell you the truth I seen him and I seen his legs. And I immediately, what comes to mind is like steroids and A Rod. Yeah. Like he has those like, yo, when A Rod was on the on the roids. Yeah. He come in the batter's box. His fucking, his quads and shit. Them shits were like little people. Yeah. And that's like shit. His, his, his quads are like babies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's babies not that big. Yeah. He's like, def- in, like third world countries that are like come out like two pounds, three yeah. ounces. Like, There's babies that aren't that big. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but other than adding uh, Saquon Barkley, who they drafted with the number two pick in the draft, um, they added uh, Will Hernandez in the draft, offensive mm-hmm. lineman. Yep. They signed Nate Solder from the Patriots. Gave yeah. him, at the time, the most expensive deal to an offensive lineman. Yeah. Which is a shit ton of money. Which they, they needed some help, though, on that offensive line. Oh, offensive so line was, bad. Was yeah, it was oh, it, And it's been that way for, I want to say, like the, the last, last five years. Yeah. God awful. God awful. Um, they added Jonathan Stewart, which was kind of interesting. Um, I kind of feel like he's done. Yeah. Maybe for that veteran leadership with Saquon Barkley. Maybe. Know, I mean, I guess so. He played pretty decent last year. I thought he was done a couple seasons ago, and he, was, he played all right. They got rid of D- Dominique Rodgers-Cromartie. They got rid of JPP. So I wonder um, if they're going to have a pass rush without JPP because yeah. he kind of was the guy. Side note, where's JPP? I missed that. Tampa Bay. They traded oh. to Tampa. Yeah. They also traded for Alec o- Ogletree from the Rams, middle linebacker, yep. tackling machine. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty good. But the real question with the, when it comes to the Giants is real simple. Is Eli Manning done? D-U-N, done. I think today this year is a good year to, to, to gauge that on. 
has, I'm one of the ones that I, I, I think their offensive line has been so fucking horrible these last five years, as we was just saying. Yeah. I, I'm one that I, I was reluctant to give him any or small level of blame for any of like the play of mm-hmm. the fucking Giants last four, four or five years. Like you, how can you judge or put blame on a quarterback when he literally has two fucking seconds to get the ball out of his hands? Like the season before last when Odell was out uh, last year from injury, their whole offense was fucking slants to Odell because that was the only thing Eli had time to fucking throw. I, w- I will say this. Eli Manning to me has always been kind of just an average quarterback. Right. Even when they won the Super Bowls. Like, if you looked at his stats, he just – he had a stretch um, the year after they won that first Super Bowl. Those, like, first seven or eight games, they won, like, seven in a row or something. He played great. Yeah. And then in the playoffs, he's had those stretches where he's played great. Yeah. But his regular seasons have largely been disappointing. Yeah. Every He's year. like a better Joe Flacco. Yes. He did a Joe Flacco twice. Yeah. He is – he is – Twice the the quarterback Joe Flacco is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a man. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. So, but defensively, I wonder, can they get a pass rush without JPP? Right. That's a question. And, and the big question I have with the Giants is, should the Giants have done something different with that second pick in the draft? But a running back. Running backs, to me, are just a dime a dozen. Yeah, I know you think so. I thought they should have took Shaquan. You know, we talked about yeah. this uh, you know, around draft time yep. um, before. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, because think about it. Zeke went third. Fourth. Or third, fourth, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is still uh, pretty high. At the time when Zeke went fourth, they already had the offensive line. They already had Tony Romo, who they wanted to protect as a quarterback. They wanted to, they had Des Bryant. They had, like, you know, weapons. And they had uh, some defensive players and stuff. But this offensive line was great. The Giants don't have the greatest offensive line in football. They don't, but they might. they seem like they have an improving one. Hopefully, it might be decent. Well, I mean, when you're when you're one of the worst ones of football and you add some new starters, you should be improving. Yeah, there's nowhere to go without, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't be the worst anymore, yeah. I don't think. They still have that Flowers guy. He was fucking awful. Yeah, they moved him to right tackle now. So, he's changing positions, which may or may not be good. I have to think the the, the beads hanging out of his helmet has something to do with his level of play. Yeah. I cannot imagine you playing good football. And, and the thing with uh, Saquon Barkley, like, is if Saquon Barkley becomes a great running back, that's that's fantastic. But you, you're already paying him $8 million a season when he's the fourth highest paid running back in football. And he hasn't touched a football yet. Yeah. To me, what the NFL does with running backs is it says, hey, you got to prove it before we pay you. And even sometimes then, after you prove it, Le'Veon Bell, they're like, we're still not going to pay you. You know, because we're not going to pay you for what you did. So when I see other teams doing this, and then the Giants are like, hey, fuck it, we'll pay you. Yeah. It makes me think, this is kind of weird. Why not trade down for a team who's hungry for a quarterback, get multiple assets, rebuild your roster, because you can grab a running back at any point in the draft. Maybe because I think... And, and this is, you know, we're not at Giants practices, yeah. you know, everything. Maybe they have a little more faith than we do at uh, um, in their defense right now. Yeah. We don't. We're not saying that their defense is definitely going to be bad. We're questioning: can they get pass rush? Are they? You know, they've they've yeah. had a lot of changes, a lot of changes, and and, and shit like that. On the roster. And I'm of the ilk too, like, and this kind of ties into: is Eli Manning done? That with a decent offensive line, with a great running back, I feel like a great running back can do a lot of damage with just a decent offensive line. Yeah. Not a trash one, but you don't got to be a cowboy great. You know what I mean? But you can have a decent offensive line. Mm-hmm. 
it with a running game, they'll be able to have some fucking play action. Was the last time the fucking Giants were able to do a play action fucking pass? Um, Ahmad Bradshaw was running back. Yeah. Like, yo, bro, we talking, that shit damn near seems prehistoric. We're talking right about now. like six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like, that feels like T-Rexes were walking the planet and shit then. Yeah. Yeah, six years ago. And they, and they right. have weapons on offense. Yeah. You got Odell. You got Shepard. You got Ingram. I think I really like fucking Ingram. Ingram's a stud. And he was a stud last year being the only offensive fucking weapon. That running back they had last year, I don't even know his name. He was fucking bad. Which, there was a lot of them. They were bad. I mean, who they start with? Perkins? Was Perkins, it? Yeah, from UCLA. Yeah, yeah, they had him. They had the other kid that was actually their best running back. I forgot his name, but he's not on the team. You anymore. look slow on TV. Like, you fucking bad. You're slow. Yeah. Okay, so fantasy-wise, they do have Barkley and Beckham and Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard. Those are the weapons. Those are the only guys you want on your roster. Yeah. But they're, they're studs. You, 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 you'll do well. Like, yeah. I think Barkley and... Did Odell Marshall Beckham, retire? He's on the uh, Seahawks. Okay. I think Barkley and Beckham are like probably first round picks. Because I think if you're going to draft a running back with the second pick in the draft, you're going to give him the ball. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I'm following the money. That's what I do in the NFL. I follow the money. Yeah. Who, who's getting paid? They're going to be a big part of the offense. Yeah. Because you know they're going to get their money. Now, Saquon Barkley, rookie of the year, he's got the best odds, but it's still plus 125. So if you bet 100, you win 125. You So you net 225, which is still pretty okay. Yeah. Odell Beckham for MVP, plus 8,000. Wide receivers hardly ever fucking win the yeah. MVP. But plus Odell Beckham to have the most receiving yards, plus 700. This is a contract year for Odell Beckham. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. But he wants to get paid like a quarterback. He doesn't want to get paid like a receiver. He wants to get paid 20 plus million dollars a season. Yeah. And if you want to do that, you got to ball out. And maybe, and, and maybe sleep in the same bed as the uh, general manager, too. Maybe you should be writing him over to sleep overs. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> the fuck, bro. And then um, the over and under on wins for the Giants is seven wins. I'm going to bang the over on that. You're going over? Yeah. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go six. Six and you ten. You want six wins? Yeah. So you got the Cowboys at seven and the, and the, and the Giants at six? Yeah, I got the I got the Giants at nine and seven. I'm taking the under on both of those teams. I don't know, if, maybe the maybe they both won six games. I just look at them and I think kind of average, right? Below average. I think they're both average. Okay. Which it, I, to be honest, those are like if I had to. Yeah. That's because obviously we're answering the question. Yeah. But those are like close ones where like. It, it, and because I because average can be you can be anywhere really. I can see you between. Seven and nine yeah. or nine and seven. I can't really argue with anything in between that range. Eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine. I, can I just see feel it. like uh, Eli could also have like 30 picks this year. Yeah. He's done it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and the reason I got no money from gambling is because I like to bet on the New York football cocksucking fucker fuck me in the ass Giants. And it brings us to the last team in the NFC East, the Washington Redskins. Oh, the Redskins finally changed their name. Now they're the Washington Juice. <laughs> Whoa, man, they just can't get that one right. Oh, yeah, they're a horribly run organization. They made a change at quarterback. No longer Kirk Cousins' team. They got Alex Smith. Yep. Alex Smith does not turn the ball over. Nope. And speaking of following the money, uh, but their quarterback really wasn't the problem. Kirk Cousins was a little more turnover prone than Alex Smith. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, he like his 
turnovers running the like red team's problem. Oh, no, I mean, no. they they had other problems. Yeah, their their whole team's kind of trash. Like. Um, speaking of following the money, Paul Richardson of the Seahawks last year, he got a big contract with the Redskins to be their uh, big time uh, playmaker on the outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what he does. Yeah, and they drafted uh, Deron Payne at the defensive line. They needed it run stopper because yeah. the, the run defense is garbage. Yeah. Terrible. And Terrible. they drafted my favorite running back in this past year's draft, Who's Darius that? Geis at LSU. Oh, so, so you like him better than Barkley? I did. Oh. I did. Especially for this season. Yeah. Darius Geis' running style kind of lends to a shorter shelf life because mm-hmm. he runs a lot like Marshawn Lynch, just angry, I'm going to hit you, you're not going to hit me style. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I like it. And I think for a season or two, maybe a couple, it's a rookie contract, it's going to be just fine, but you're knocking around long term. <laughs> yeah. Know what I like, too? Yeah. I like do- What I like about doing this podcast with you yeah. is getting this insight right now before our fantasy draft later. So <laughs> I know who to maybe fight, who you got your fucking eye on that I might just steal from you around before you're thinking about getting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Darius Geis is my my favorite uh, rookie this year. So. Yeah. Cause you, I probably cause, shouldn't have said that. Because you won the uh, fucking fantasy league last year and came out with fucking Hunt. Yeah. And fucking, I didn't... You didn't know he was. I didn't know the fuck this kid was. <laughs> he was my favorite guy last year. Yeah, yeah. You told me that after I was like, yo, this fucking dude just scored like 40 points on me in game one. Who the fuck is this, bro? Why the fuck did you tell me about this shit, bro? You didn't send me the list of shit like, like before. Because <laughs> we were competing. Yeah. <laughs> trying to win. Um, But can Jordan Reed stay healthy? He's their big playmaker on this team. What that's that yeah yeah that's the shout Sean that's it's a fucking Sean Lee category. It's fucking it's not a question. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's did a Sean Lee. I don't think he's had a full season. I don't think he has either. Yeah. I mean but can he stay healthy ish? Can he give you like last year he played six games? Can he give you eleven games? <laughs> no. Fuck no. <laughs> he had eight tops. Okay. That's not good that's not gonna be good for yeah, him. Half man, half a season, NFL. He's Vince Carter of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Richardson, breakout year, maybe. Uh, maybe. Josh Dotson, can he have a breakout year? He's been. Uh, he was a top draft pick a couple years ago for them. Had some moments last year. Showed some flashes, some glimpses, if you will. Mm-hmm. Had some big catches, but he needs to have a big year. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Um, trading for Alex Smith was that a mistake? Nah, yeah, I guess I'd be just rebuilding. I'd probably be fucking. Trying to draft one next year. Just get yeah. another one pick. Fuck it. Gotcha. Um, as far as fantasy goes, uh, obviously, I, I mentioned Darius Geis. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a big-time fantasy player. Uh, yep. Jamison Crowder, the receiver. Uh-huh. Especially PPR. He's a beast. Yep. Jordan Reed. Chris Thompson in PPR. They're running back. Yeah. They're down back. He's good. And then Josh Dodson maybe is a flyer and Paul Richardson late in the draft. Yeah. And, too, depending on – they got a lot – I like a lot of those players, too, that they have their position of players – from the angle of the daily fantasy. Yes. Especially depending on matchups. Matchups, yes. Yeah. Darius Grice winning the rushing title plus 2,500. Yeah, I'm not saying that. No. Darius Geis, Rookie of the Year, plus 1,600. And me, I'd be banging that like crazy. He's banging that? Banging that banging like crazy. Because I think he's going to have like a uh, Alvin Kamara rookie year. He's going to have a monster year. Yeah. Vicious. He's going to be beating the fuck out of people this season. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they're over and under is seven wins. And I kind of feel the same way about them as I do the Cowboys and Giants. I guess we're all, they're all in the same boat to me. I guess they can all win eight games. They can all win six games. They're just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Eh. 
I'm banging the under on the Redskins. I said I'd do, do the over on the Cowboys and the Giants. I said if I had to pick, I'd go 9-7 with them. Yeah. And then the division odds, the Eagles are minus uh, 185. The Cowboys are plus 325. The Giants are plus 600. And the Redskins are plus 650. Yeah, I think those are pretty accurate and uh, all waste of money. Yeah, uh, I, I, the Eagles are going to win that division, but to make it worth your while, you're going to have to parlay it with like other things like the Patriots <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> winning the AFC East, the Patriots over, the Eagles over. We're going to have a nice little parlay going where we're banging a lot of favorites. I was, I was just going to I was just gonna ask, are you, are you plugging a fucking uh, a parlay bet? Yes. <laughs> For division winners right now. <laughs> That's yes. what that sounds like. You're kind of like... Yes. He's got to give me the side eye, like, hey, he's like, hear me out here with this. <laughs> you know Eagles Patriots, I think that's a slam dunk. Yeah. I think the Eagles are winning that division with Nick Foles playing 16 games. For sure. Because <laughs> the rest of those teams are not very Full good. sanity. Full sanity has arrived. Yes. It's back. Philadelphia, get ready. Get your cheese steaks under control, Philly. Yeah. Grounded pound. We might have to come down there and record a podcast. I don't know. Onions, peppers, mushrooms, American cheese. That's how I like it. You don't get the cheese whiz? Nah, fuck that. Okay. Because some people down there, they, they stand by the cheese whiz. Nah, nah. No cheese no, no cheese whiz on mine. I need melted American um, on mine. I like provolone, personally. Yeah. I, fuss with, I can fuck with provolone, too. <laughs> I fuss with provolone, too. But I'm not a cheese whiz guy. To, to me, I mean, I, I, I if I have to. Yeah. If I have to. If we're in a cafeteria somewhere that, like, you know what I mean? But I'm picturing that not being in Philly, the home of the cheesesteaks. Like, that's just... Actually, in Philly, they do have a, a guy that is known for putting the cheese was on it. And it's been people battle about what, how to make that cheesesteak down there. I've seen it on Food Network. Yeah, we got to get we, we gotta get to Philly soon then. Yes. This is like a debate that we have to get into. Yes. We got to test these Philly, theories. get your cheesesteaks together because Ground and Pound is coming. Ground and pound, ground and pound.